Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today we're going to talk about the Week 8 waiver wire, players that you need to prioritize, to pick up, to add to your team this week. We're going to go through it right now. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, coming at you from a freezing cold Santa Fe, New Mexico. I don't know if you happened to watch the uh, the Bronco Chiefs game on Sunday, uh, but that weather system moved over Santa Fe yesterday. 20-degree weather, tons of snow, everything is closed right now, at least a two-hour delay on everything in town. So, anyway... Just another fun winter in New Mexico. So uh, this was our first big snowfall of the year. And um, I got to go shovel when I'm done with this. So uh, anyway, um, before we begin and talk about the players you should be targeting on the waiver wire this week, I got to say, man, I hope that if you happen to be an owner of Odell Beckham Jr., that you moved him after that Dallas game a few weeks ago. Because I told you, you, you got to sell high on him. And last week I said, you got to sell high on Kenyon Drake. So if you had Kenyon Drake on your team, I hope you moved him off your team. Because this past week, another devastating week for injuries. Um, but again, one person's injury is another person's um, opportunity. And so that's what we're going to talk about today with the waiver wire and the kind of players you should be targeting. So... Let's just get right up. Let's just start and, and do it right now. So, uh, first of all, let's talk about quarterbacks. And um, two quarterbacks that I do like for this next week, uh, they got a, a, a great matchups and uh, should be very productive. Uh, the first one, Carson Wentz. Um, who not only gets a fantastic matchup because he gets to play Dallas this next week, uh, but he has been surprisingly good. Past few weeks, he scored almost 30 fantasy points in, in each of the past through past weeks against tough defenses. It was against Baltimore and against the Giants. So, you know, uh, Dallas is just a gift. So he should be very good, very productive. Um, I also really like Teddy Bridgewater once again. Um, he had a really good game against New Orleans, and now he gets the Atlanta defense. So again, two of the worst defenses in the NFL this next um, for, for Week 8. These two quarterbacks get to play against him. I really like them both. So, um, you know, if you are in need of a quarterback, if you got someone on a bye week this week, you know, um, or you've got an injury uh, on as far as your quarterbacks go, these are guys that you should be picking up. Um, now, Moving on to running backs, I got to tell you, man, now is the time to grab as many handcuffs as you can. And I'm going to give you some names. Jamal Williams, Carlos Hyde, Giovanni Bernard, Boston Scott, Chase Edmonds. Those are just five of them. All of them have been uh, received uh, excellent usage. They are all playing behind the lead back who, who is injured to some extent or another. And they should continue to be very productive as long as those running backs remain out. So, you know, we're, we're talking right now, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, uh, and Kenyon Drake, all dealing with injuries. And so um, check your waiver wire to see if any of these guys are available. Uh, chances are the one that most likely to be available, Carlos Hyde, Boston Scott, to a lesser extent, um, Chase Edmonds, Bernard, and Williams uh, only about 60 to 70% owned. So there is a good chance that they're available on your waiver wire. Um, so those should be your primary uh, primary targets for this next week for running backs. Because again, these guys are startable assets as long as the lead back remains out. 
Now, there are two other names that I want to give you that uh, you should think about rostering right now. And the first one, I can't believe I'm recommending it, but I'm recommending a Jet, LaMichael P. Ryan. Um, you know, obviously the Jets are a mess, but P. Ryan got 11 touches and three targets this past week. Now that Bell is no longer on the team, you know, um, Carlos Hyde is his usual ancient self. Um, so anyway, it's, it's open things up. P Ryan has a path to be, a, a fantasy asset. Now he's not startable yet. He's below my threshold to start. I need, I need to see at least 15 touches and targets for me to say, go ahead and start this guy. He's not there yet, but very close. He was in on 70% of the snaps in week seven, um, versus 23% for Frank Gore. So again, I think he is an excellent option for your fantasy team, for your fantasy bench. Go get him. He's absolutely worth a pickup at this point. Um, also, surprisingly, I got to say, man, Joshua Kelly. Well, actually, I'm not too surprised at this. Joshua Kelly um, was dropped by a lot of leagues um, uh, uh, because he had some very poor performances and he was being outplayed by Justin Jackson. But Austin Eckler's injury is lingering. They do not expect him to be back soon. And... Um, uh, everyone left Kelly for dead, but he's showing signs of life. In week seven, he was in on 38 snaps versus Jackson's 31. He had 12 touches and five targets. So that puts him over my threshold uh, as someone who is flex worthy that you could flex if you need him to. Uh, he's only 43% rostered right now. So again, widely available. And uh, I would look for these guys. So, so get onto your waiver wire today, find some of these guys and, and make room on your bench for to, to add them in there. Now, uh, let's move on to wide receivers. Um, wide, we've got some good ones here, man. Uh, first one, again, A.J. Green, who is getting excellent volume. He got 13 targets last week in their loss to the Browns. Um, certainly, we're seeing that Cincinnati is an offensive fire, has a lot of offensive firepower. And, um, you know, the, the quarterback throws that ball a lot. So there's going to be opportunities for A.J. Green. Now, he, he hasn't done very much with it. He hasn't gotten any touchdowns. But I think this gives him a very safe floor, especially in PPR. Especially in PPR. Very valuable. He's only 63% rostered. Um, but if you are hurting for receivers right now, I think he's absolutely worth a pickup. And I think he is startable right now. With this kind of volume, how, how could you not be? 13 targets, man. That's crazy. Um, also, someone who just came back from injured reserve, Sterling Shepard uh, of the New York Jets, uh, excuse me, the New York Giants, forgive me for that, um, he uh, returned from IR, got eight targets. That's excellent. That, and that's, you know, Shepard was a guy who I was really big on preseason. And unfortunately, it's been a lost season so far as he has done nothing. Um, but to see him get eight targets immediately off of injured reserve means he is going to be heavily utilized as I expected him to be. Uh, and as long as he remains healthy, he's going to be good. Um, uh, and and uh, he's only 29% rostered. So again, a, a very easy guy to find and pick up. I would definitely pick him up. And, uh, oh man, am I... Am I recommending another Jet? I am. Denzel Mims um, of the New York Jets, uh, another player that just came back from injured reserve, had a big game, got seven targets, and uh, appears to have a solid role in this offense. And, and I think he benefited partially from the fact that, that Jameson Crowder was out. But I think this is a situation where when Jameson Crowder is back, which he should be back this week, we're kind of expecting that he'll be back, um, that uh, that will help the Jets' offense be able to do anything. Uh, but, but anyway, Denzel Mims, that's a, that's a good, a good level of volume. I think he's worth a pickup. 
now let's see here. It, it gets a uh, moving on to tight ends. Not a lot of options here, but there still are a few names that I want to mention. First of all, Eric Ebron. Past four games, Ebron has gotten six or more targets in three of them. So uh, he's getting targeted in the end zone. And uh, I do not trust him to start yet. But if you are in need of a TE2, if you want to back up your tight end, which is something that is a wise thing to do at this point of the season, um, I would absolutely get him rostered in on your bench. Um, but I wouldn't start him yet. But I think he's absolutely worth a pickup. Um, another one that I think is absolutely a high-priority target for this week for a tight end is Richard Rodgers of Philadelphia because now that both Ertz and Goddard are in injured reserve, uh, it's the, uh, you know, this is a perfect situation for him in that Carson Wentz loves to target the tight end, and he did. He got uh, eight targets last week. So again, fantastic volume for a tight end. That you you just can't deny that. Um, and I believe he's going to get tight end one volume uh, and can be immediately started if you get him. So uh, again, he is worth a high priority waiver pick, especially if you are desperately in need of a tight end, which I know many people are, including me in several of my leagues. Uh, finally, let's talk about defenses. We got a couple of nice matchups this week. I think these guys are absolutely worth uh, picking up and slotting in if you if you uh, stream your defenses. Uh, but I love the Chargers who are playing Denver this this next week. And again, Denver has given up the second most fantasy points to uh, to fantasy defenses this season, including Kansas City, who got 25 points last week. So dang, take advantage of that. Get the Chargers into onto your league to start this week. Um, I also really like the Philadelphia Eagles, who, of course, are playing the wonderfully bad Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so, you know, the, the Dallas offense has just completely fallen apart since Dak Prescott was lost for the season. Uh, I would expect a dominating performance here as well, the, the same way that uh, Washington walloped Dallas. I, I, I just don't even know. I, I don't even know how to read that. Um, I'm glad I'm not playing in any, uh, you know, suicide leagues or, or anything like that because I would have absolutely picked Dallas over the, the Redskins, well, excuse me, the football team. Uh, but anyway, that's the way it goes. So anyway, get onto your waiver wire, find these players, uh, absolutely look for those handcuffs, look for fantasy handcuffs. Uh, because there is going to be opportunity here. Uh, you know, I've, I've also heard that that Mark Ingram uh, has has an ankle injury right now, may not play. J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards might be worth picking up, although that is a very risky p- uh, backfield to play. These other guys are a little bit more solid, but that's another example. So um, anyway, uh, like I said, never stop improving your team. I always check the waiver wire. I always check it on Tuesdays. And then I check it again on Wednesdays because I want to see who dropped players during, uh, you know, to make room because we got bye weeks again this week. You know, you got uh, teams like uh, Arizona on bye. And uh, I don't know who else is on bye. I I didn't write it down. So, uh, but anyway, uh, there's more buys this week. So people have to make room on their roster to to bring in replacements. So there could be opportunities there. Uh, And and you got to take advantage of that when those kind of players fall onto the waiver wire. So thank you very much for watching today. Uh, If you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe down below. If you got a question about any of these players or any other players you're thinking, about, leave me a message in the comments. Uh, I'd be happy to hear from you and and respond. So uh, thank you very much for for listening and uh, have yourself a great fantasy week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.